any chance it could be under Leonard Ethan's. The towering guard, who easily could have been cast as an extra as an Amazonian man-beast, tapped his pen against his clipboard. With notable indifference, he glanced up at me from under his caveman brow. Probably not. Biting the inside of my cheek, I suppressed the urge to look around for a hidden camera. There is no Aubrey Evans on the list, ma'am, and if you aren't on the list, you don't get on set. Exhaustion was fast setting in now, and the exhilarating ride in Hell's Taxi was over. I let the strap from my carry-on bag slip from my shoulder, and the bag flopped to the ground. I couldn't help but notice that the front page of that clipboard is the cover sheet of the script, I said in the most patient tone I could manage after a full day of traveling and three trips to Starbucks. Think I could see that for a second? Not even attempting to conceal his aggravated eye roll, he flipped the pages over and handed me his clipboard, shooting him a smile that dripped with forced politeness. I turned the clipboard so we could both see it. Pointing to each word with my index finger, I guided his eye so that he could read along with me. True Love, Take Two, A Raven's Claw Production, directed by Cole Camden, starring Grayson Myers, adapted from the best-selling novel written by Aubrey Evans. That's me. I can show you my ID. Doesn't matter. The silverback gorilla dressed as a rent-a-cop huffed, his nostrils flaring. You're not on the list. I can't let you in. If we want to get technical, the cover sheet rests on top of the list, I pointed out, raising my eyebrows in hopeful expectation. I nodded, hoping he would join in. So, by those standards, my name is on the list. Wordlessly, he snatched his clipboard from me and tucked it beneath his massive forearm. Out of ideas, I cast Handy a beseeching look. Pocketing the cell phone she had been clicking away at, she threw back her shoulders and tossed her head. She sashayed past me with a gait that Mae West would have envied and graced the unsuspecting officer with the same warm smile that had made men far more daunting than him melt. What we have here... Tandy leaned a little closer to read his name tag and give him a teasing glimpse of ample cleavage. Christopher, is a simple communication breakdown. You're doing your job. We both know that. Christopher gave a coy shrug, a rosy hue blooming on his cheeks. I try, ma'am. I can see that, and I would hate for you to do anything that would jeopardize your job. Laying a gentle hand on his forearm, her voice dropped to a whisper. Which is why I really think you should call the director. Not only is Aubrey the author, she's also chipping in money and earned herself a producer title. If they find out that you didn't even make a phone call before shooing her away, it would cost you your job, and I would hate to see that happen. I guess a phone call wouldn't hurt. Christopher shrugged and returned to his booth to make the call. Tandy shot me a victorious grin. Her air of elegance and glamour combined with cover model good looks made her an unstoppable force few men stood a chance against. I held no grandiose delusions that my own feminine wiles would ever match hers. My love affair with chili cheese fries and loose-fitting clothing would see to that. Still, I appreciated that she let me exploit her as a secret weapon in my arsenal. Uh, Mr. Camden. Hunched over the phone, Christopher's tone was all business. There is a woman out here claiming to be Aubrey Evans, the book lady, but she's not on the access list. The book lady. I jerked my chin at Tandy, acknowledging my new title. Decade-long career reduced to three little words. He's efficient. Like a literary hipster? Christopher parroted, turning to give me a quick once-over. 
She's wearing cat rimmed glasses, a huge O Captain, my Captain t shirt, and jeggings. So, yeah, you could say that. When did jeggings become a bad thing? I asked, throwing my hands in the air. I thought they were kind of cool. No, honey, they never were, but bless your heart for trying. Tandy soothed, patting my shoulder. Yes, sir, not a problem at all. Thank you, Christopher said, and hung up on the receiver. Ducking beneath the booth doorframe, he addressed Tandy with a shy smile. All I have to do is check your identification. As long as she is who she says she is, you're free to go inside. I could have interrupted, demanded that he acknowledge my status on the film by addressing me directly, but what would be the point? I write confrontational dialogue, yet avoid actually executing it at all cost. Instead, I handed her my wristlet with the identification compartment face up and let her show it to him. The formerly heaving beast granted us, or more accurately, Tandy, a friendly smile, and waved us on to the soundstage where the words I wrote would come to life.